Welcome to Sigma Tiger News, where you get the hottest, juiciest beef in your grill. What's going on today? Top secret UFO? I don't think it's such a secret anymore. How about these nuts or those? Nanoplastics in your what? Robocop Shoppocalypse, let's go! Welcome to Sigma Tiger News, where you get the hottest, juiciest beef on the internet. All the news, what's going on in the world today. I want to thank all my day oneers for coming back. All my new Sig Tigs for joining the community. Like, subscribe, share the link. Let everyone know what's going on. Because it's super important to know what's going on in the news. Well, let's go ahead. Let's dive right in. What is going on? Top secret UFO meeting in Congress to reveal classified details of illegal crash retrieval program and U.S. intelligence insider tells the Daily Mail what they believe will really happen behind closed doors. Let's have a look. Thomas Moynheim, the U.S. intelligence community's inspector general, is slated to brief the House Oversight Committee on UFOs this week. The members-only UFO briefing will probably require top-secret clearances, but a source familiar with operations at the ICIG's office tell DailyMail.com, I would be very shocked if they hear the same things the Intel committees heard. Well, let's get in there. Congress has been promised fresh details this week on last year's shocking allegations of an illegal UFO crash retrieval and reverse engineering program. The charges made by former high-ranking U.S. intelligence official David Grouch accused both the U.S. military and its defense contractors of stonewalling on evidence of crashed UFOs, recovered beings, and even UFO-related deaths. While Americans wait in anticipation for possible new details, a source with direct knowledge of standard operations inside the U.S. intelligence community's Inspector General's office, ICIG, told DailyMail.com that the meeting will be only for show. <clears throat> the IG, when he goes and briefs oversight, his job between you and I is going to be to make them feel as though they're getting information, the source said, and basically tell them nothing. Although some House Oversight members int intimated last November that they have now acquired permission to view the classified version of Grush's formal ICIG complaint, the source said, I do not expect that to occur. Image of... Uh, the director of the National Intelligence, Thomas Monhan. Then we have Grush, Mr. Grush. Allegations were first made in detail via this classified formal complaint, a disclosure of urgent concern, complaint of reprisal, filed to the ICIG's office in May of 2022, according to the debrief. But this past June, Grush made public the unclassified broad strokes of his charges in an explosive series of interviews, first with the debrief, then cable news channel News Nation, and soon after in sworn testimony to the House Oversight Committee. I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP, Crash Retrieval and Reverse Engineering Program, Grush told House members last July. 
I made the decision based on the data I collected to report this information to my superiors and multiple inspectors general. Rouge continued under oath, in effect becoming a whistleblower. If he knowingly provided false material to the ICIG in his formal complaint, Rouge could face a fine up to $10,000 for such a criminal offense under Title 18-1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code, or worse, up to five years in prison, or both. Given the significant penalties for making false statements to an Inspector General, as ex-Defense Department official Merrick von Rennenkampf wrote in The Hill, it is extremely unlikely that multiple high-level highly cleared officials would falsely claim to have first-hand knowledge of myths and rumors. Basically, uh, loaning credence to the gentleman's um, <clears throat> whistleblowing complaint. The details of that complaint, while disclosed to cleared lawmakers on the House and Senate Intelligence Committees, have yet to be made available to lawmakers with the House Oversight Committee. The statute doesn't give their committee cognizance over David Grush's complaint, the source said. Oversight, they have nothing to do with intel. The statute gives HPSC, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, and the SSCI, the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, cognizance. This source explained in a telephone interview. So that's kind of an internal food fight for Capitol Hill, according to this intelligence insider. That's not really our problem, you know. That's theirs, and they're very territorial. So here we have an individual... Uh, giving their opinion on what's going to happen behind closed doors, and he's stating that it is all for show, perhaps. We'll keep you posted on that. <clears throat> Follow-up. Uh, slow and steady after his testimony. So that occurred earlier in the week. Uh, there's more to come in TMZ Presents UFO Revolution. David Grush is speaking out about the smear campaign used to discredit the allegations he made before Congress in his landmark July 2023 hearing. Part of our three-part event, TMZ Presents UFO Revolution. If you're interested, TMZ does have a uh, program here detailing many of Grouch, as well as Jeremy Corbell, a filmmaker and journalist, all about it. Despite the pushback, he has no regrets over his testimony in D.C., where he claimed the U.S. military is holding non-human biologics recovered from crash craft, meaning he is stating under oath that... The U.S. government has alien life form, whether dead or in a bottle, we're not sure. He says his efforts to get the truth out there have been slow and steady, telling Corbel Congress uh, has been responding behind the scenes to some of the issues raised during the testimony. So uh, if you want more information on that, you can go ahead and check it out on Tubi. A part three of our eye-opening investigation event drops Thursday, tomorrow. <clears throat> go ahead and check it out for your own information. Are your out loud conversations fueling ads pushed to your devices? Have you ever noticed that you were talking about, uh, who knows, a Toyota hybrid? Random, you know? And you're scrolling through Facebook. Huh? That's weird. Toyota hybrid. You keep flicking through and whatever, disregard. And then you go on one of these other apps you might have on your phone. And boom, targeted ad for a Toyota hybrid. And it might even have your location there. You know, check out your local dealership for Toyota hybrids. What's going on? Well, guess what? They're listening. And 
no one cares. I mean, there was maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and privacy actually meant something. And uh, if there was any sort of intrusion, everyone was, you know, on eggshells. Very careful not to say something specific. Well, now it's just out in the air. Similar to uh, condensation trails being uh, used to uh, debunk chemtrails. And now it's literally just called cloud seeding. And everyone's doing it. All kinds of nations. Saudi Arabia does it once a day to produce rain. Well, guess what? If you go outside your house and you look up and you're seeing white lines from airplanes that do not go away and seem to dissipate into clouds, you are witnessing chemtrails or cloud seeding as is now um, <clears throat> stated. So it's not a conspiracy. It's there. There's companies that are doing it. You can literally Google company that seeds clouds in the U.S. and you will find out the name of them. So is it beyond the realm of belief that your device is listening to you? No, absolutely not. When you download an app, there's usually something you have to say okay to. Uh, sometimes it wants access to your contact list. That's strange. Well, if you're on social media, you know, you can kind of accept that. Well, I want to add my friends. Sure. Well, what if it wants access to your microphone? Sometimes you're just clicking allow, allow, allow. I want that TikTok on my phone because I want to do the funky dance moves that everyone else is doing. I want in on that. Well, guess what? It wants in on your microphone. So it wants to know what you're talking about with your friends. So here it is. It's in the news. Four ways to protect your privacy from intrusive ads. So what's going on? Your smartphone is likely always listening to you. There it is. Opening line. Likely. Is it true? How do you know? It has to be in order for voice recognition assistance like Siri, Bixby, and Alexa to work. But is your device listening to your conversation and using them to target you with personalized ads? Well, there's no definitive proof that this is happening. Some experts suggest that it is possible for some apps to access your device's microphone and record snippets of your conversations without your consent. This is a concern Mark has and why he wrote to us asking, two days ago I was discussing an underwater camera. Later that day, my family member got an invoice on PayPal for an underwater camera. I did have my cell phone with me during the original discussion. Are hackers or AI listening to my conversations? Also, how could they, with this information, know to invoice a family member? So that's very weird. Uh, well, Mark, audio surveillance is very real and may be used for targeted ads. This could be a serious breach of your privacy and security, and you may want to take some steps to prevent it. Here's what you can do to make sure no one is listening in on your conversations. So that is a uh, crazy example right there. So I'm not sure what was going on with Mark <clears throat> and uh, invoicing. Perhaps uh, someone was buying him a present. Turning off your voice recognition assistant, absolutely shut that down. Just go into your settings, uh, Siri, turn it off. How to turn off Google Assistant. Oh, there's another one there. Yeah, Google's got one. Turning off your microphone. Sure, go right into your microphone option and shut it down. Allowing permissions into your apps as well. Click apps, go to the application and permission and say no to the microphone. And then some apps uh, actually have it built in saying, uh, you know, the app will not function without this. So they have ways around you as well. So uh, get good antivirus software, which is probably unnecessary, to be honest. Use a VPN. Again, not the greatest idea. A lot of apps won't allow you to use them with a VPN. And if you try to use eBay or uh, many vendor sites with a VPN, you will get banned. 
So there it is. The takeaway is if you're scared, don't have a phone. If you uh, understand that we live in a world of data and data is currency now, uh, then go ahead and continue on with your app downloads. Chemists warn bottled water a hundred times worse for plastic than thought. What does that mean? The, the bottled water is bad for plastic. The plastic is bad for the water. The water is bad for the bottle. What is this trying to say? Well, guess what? It turns out that plastic is bad for the water. <clears throat> plastic is everywhere, from the Arctic ice to human placenta. So, they're making quite a bold statement there. Is there studies to show that there has been uh, plastic, microplastic, potentially nanoplastic, found within um, the placenta and Antarctic ice? Well, yes, you can Google this. In fact, previous estimates suggest that the average person ingests a credit card worth of microplastic particles every week. But new research shows that this could actually be an understatement. So you can imagine uh, microplastic. I believe it's like anything from a half an inch down to a uh, microgram or a micrometer, micrometer, <clears throat> perhaps. So imagine, you know, you're swallowing bits of plastic from a half an inch to a micrometer, which is like, what, a millionth? Microplastic refer to any plastic that's smaller than five millimeters, 0.2 inches long. So anything smaller than that would be considered a microplastic. There you go, even smaller. So you have that many pieces that are gonna equal up to a credit card and right down the trap, a week. So that's 52 credit cards worth of plastic a week. Well, is this an understatement? Apparently so. Over time, these microplastics can break down even further into so-called nanoplastics, which is even smaller than micro, if you can believe it. They can pass through our intestines, lungs, directly into our bloodstreams and travel through our bodies into vital organs, including our hearts and brains. So you can imagine this. If you had a hand cream with nanoplastic in it and you were to apply it to your hand, it would absorb into your skin, into your bloodstream, into your organs. That is the size of nanoparticles. The microparticles, of course, you could actually see them. You know, perhaps someone's cooking you up a little stir fry and when he's scraping the vegetables into the pot, pan, whatever the case, the wok, he gets a little bit of plastic in there. You chew it, eat it, no harm, no foul. Or is there? How bad is plastic for us? Let's find out. Many of these plastic particles are washed into the ocean, which contains somewhere between 50 and 75 trillion pieces of plastic according to estimates by UNESCO's Ocean Literacy Portal. And eventually these plastics end up in our food and waterways. While the idea of eating plastic is unsettling in itself, the major concern here is that these plastic particles contain chemicals that can interrupt our body's natural release of hormones, our endocrine system, potentially increasing our risk of reproductive disorders and certain cancers. They can also carry toxins on their surface like heavy metals. So can you imagine the level of infertility that's going on globally, especially in the US? Um, could it be from plastic contamination? Absolutely. We've been using it for about 100 years. And how has it been? Is the increase in plastic use, production, is it correlated with a decrease in fertility? I would say there is probably a link there if you were to look close enough. Previously, this was just dark area uncharted. Toxicity studies were just guessing what's in there. 
Bezan Yan, environmental chemist at Columbia University's Lamont Doherty Earth Observatory, said in a statement. In a new paper published in the journal Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences, Yan and colleagues employed cutting-edge technology to assess this uncharted territory. This opens a window where we can look into a world that was not exposed to us before. Using a technique called Raman, scattering micro microscopy, microscopy, which can detect particles down to the size of a COVID virus, a spiked protein. The team were able to measure an average of 240,000 particles of plastic in each liter of bottled water, 90% of which were nanoplastics. This is 10 to 100 times larger than previous estimates. These plastics likely originate from the bottled material filters used to purify the water and the source water itself. So there you go. There's no escaping it. It's too late. The only um, information we're missing is how bad is it for us? And only time will tell. In the next 100 years, you will see technology really come forward and say, well, plastic has done a number on the human uh, race as well as other animals. We'll probably see it in them first and the environment as well. It's not totally unexpected to find so much of this stuff. Of course not. The idea is as smaller things get, the more of them there are, certainly. So they hope to expand their research into tap water and other water sources to better inform us of our exposure to the potentially hazardous particles. And as of right now, we'll keep you posted on the hazards of plastic within our organs. And here we go. Plastic stone. Panic. Scientists alarmed over bizarre new plastic-infused rocks showing up worldwide. Well, um, alarming, yes. Bizarre, not so much after the previous article. Garbage is not only increasingly showing up in Earth's oceans, but it's also becoming part of the planet's geology, sparking environmental concerns among experts. As with the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, a dramatic accumulation of plastic waste in the Pacific Ocean, a phenomenon in which plastic is fusing with rocks is becoming more prevalent. So much so that experts are urging the hybrid four nations be officially recognized. This bizarre rock plastic hybrids have been discovered on five continents and 11 countries so far. Stated by Popular Mechanics, to process, the process to create them involves molten plastic cooling with minerals matrix, resulting in a fused substance. Scientists including Dehi Hu and Liu Wei Wang, as well as Tsinghua University in China, uh, documented these new hybrids in a recent paper. Missing there are there proposed the term plastistone be used to collectively describe this novel form of plastic-infused rocks. So here we have it: a new geological formation, a new rock to add to the lexicon, uh, plastistone. So what happens? Uh, these plastic rock hybrids typically result from the burning of land-based plastics, which then fuse with the mineral matrix during the cooling process known as digenesis. The implications of plastistones on the environment have raised concerns. In the research paper, researchers describe how marine life, such as the gastropod sea snail, the Tectarius striatus on the Madeira Island, may struggle to differentiate between plastics and their usual source of food, algae. On a macro scale, plastic pollution in the oceans is also alarming, with an estimated 11 million metric tons of plastic believed to be present in the world's waterways, according to OceanConservancy.org. In fact, the Marine Mammal Center believes that 90% of oceanic trash is currently composed of plastic. 
Due to the detrimental effect of plastics on the environment, some regions have implemented bans on items made from material such as bags and straws. Canada recently had a uh, single-use plastic ban that was overturned because it was too broad. And we'll keep you posted on that. How will we fare with plastic everywhere? Ecuador erupts in civil war with cartel thugs. President orders the army onto streets as crazed criminals rampage through cities with TV stations seized, university attacked, and jail guards executed following escape of mob boss. Well, here we have it. Gang leader Adolfo Fito Macias's prison escape sparked violence in Ecuador. On Tuesday, armed men broke onto set of a live TV show and threatened people. President Daniel Noboa, 36, has ordered the army onto the streets. So we have a young president here. How will he manage the stress of crazed criminals rampaging through the South American's uh, city. Hooded gangsters seized a state TV news studio today while a university was attacked and jail guards reportedly executed by prisoners. It has been rocked by a series of attacks, including explosions and the abduction of several police officers after the government imposed a state of emergency in the wake of the escape of a powerful gang leader from prison. Adolfo Macias, 44, the leader of the Los Chaneros gang, was found missing from his cell in a low-security prison on the same day he was supposed to be transferred to a maximum-security facility on Sunday. A manhunt is underway for Macias and Los Lobos leader Fabricio Colón Pico, who also escaped prison on Tuesday since his arrest last Friday for alleged involvement in a plot to assassinate Ecuador's attorney general. Peru also declared an emergency on Tuesday along its northern border with Ecuador because of the ongoing violence. Looks like we have the wild, wild south going on here the u.s department of uh said sorry the u.s state department said it was extremely concerned by the violence the british foreign office warned against all but essential travel to parts of the country there you go ecuador has erupted into a uh civil war quote unquote but it looks like a criminal uh overtaking we'll keep you posted on ecuador as it falls into uh despair Poll, majority of Californians reject gender ideology despite push by state Democrats. Leave our kids alone. Teach biology, not ideology. Leave our kids alone. A sign held in a group. While Democrats push for the erasure of biological reality in California, Californians are increasingly rejecting the gender ideology and its outcomes, a November poll found. Uh, Deseret News reported on the results of the poll Wednesday, noting that lawmakers is Embrace of transgenderism appears to be wildly out of step with what Californians actually believe. For several years, Democrats in the state have led the charge. In 2019, they passed the Gender Recognition Act, which allows individuals to change their sex on government documentation. Another law, SB 107, turned California into a sanctuary state for transgender youth who are fleeing other states to pursue sex change hormones and procedures. Under California law, shelters are to admit individuals on the basis of gender identity and not sex and ditto for any other facilities such as gyms or spas or restrooms that are a single sex. Single sex means single gender in California, according to the report. Furthermore, no documentation of gender identity such as driver's license is necessary. Only an assertion of gender is required. Another California law allows men who identify as women to be housed in women's prisons. An employer-provided health plans in the state must cover transgender-related procedures. There are many other trans-related laws that could be mentioned that California has passed more than any other state, making the state stand out in this area. 
the report notes, and some municipalities in California have even gone further. San Francisco offers a $1,200 per month guaranteed income to trans individuals for 18 months and provides housing subsidies for them as well. Other cities such as Palm Springs and San Diego have similar initiatives underway. The November poll conducted by Spry Strategies with 1,000 likely Californian voters found that despite these laws, 62% of respondents believe sex is binary, meaning one can either be male or female. The sample was stratified to match the party affiliations and demographics of California voters, and the margin of error is approximately plus or minus 3.1 percentage points. So it could be 59%, it could be 65%. And with statistics, the caveat is uh, it's typically a small sample size that they attempt to uh, garner uh, a unbiased pool basically a pool of representative people. Could it have been? Potentially. Likely. Maybe. Only 22% say sex is not binary, while 70% agree that the definition of a woman is someone biologically born female. 72% of respondents say parents should be notified if their child identifies as transgender at school, according to the report. Moreover, 59% say males who identify as females should not compete in women's sports, and 64% say males who identify as females should not be allowed where women change or shower, the poll found. In contrast, 28% do believe men should play on, typo there, play one women's sports team and be able to access areas where women shower and change. Similarly, 60% of respondents say male who identify as females should not be housed in women's prisons, a percentage that rises to 68% when the male has been convicted of sexual assault or domestic violence. Just an 8% increase there if they are violent and sexual assault. Well, very interesting polling numbers. Uh, it seems like this article is a little bit skewed towards the right. Uh, who's this? Breitbart. There it is. Okay, so the belief is that ideologies being pushed the diversity equity and inclusion agenda is blanketed over everything and it's all about rah rah why not as opposed to what if you know just do it you know this isn't nike this is people and humans their lives you know like there's a very small percentage of transgenders. If you've been following the channel, you've seen the, uh, the stats. That's not to say they should be marginalized. It's just to state that the, uh, the whole, if that's the way the democracy works, the general population, statistic majority, should decide what goes on not a bunch of people who run media companies or tech companies who have agendas to garner uh, advertisement dollars and uh, funding and the such. So the truth is, is that there's a small number of people who feel a certain way and they're being catered to more than everyone else. So where is the inclusion and the equality? I see diversification in the form of conformity. Moving right along, Migrant Mob makes grab for $5,300 in designer sunglasses from New York City Bloomingdale's. So here we have a group of migrants, uh, illegals, you could call them, because they did not come into the country legally. They just crossed the border and they're being housed now in many facilities, even schools. 
So let's go ahead and have a look here. A mob of sticky-fingered migrants stormed into Manhattan's Bloomingdale's and tried to swipe a trove of Versace, Dior, and Prada designer sunglasses totaling $5,300. But all... Before all but one of them escaped. Fifteen asylum seekers swarmed the high-end Midtown retailer shortly before 6.30 p.m. Saturday and grabbed more than a dozen pairs of pricey sunglasses before making a run for it, source said. So we had like a little mob uh, action going on here. It's happening all over the country. And what are they going for? Expensive things. Nearly 70,000 migrants are currently being housed and fed by the city in New York. They're among the 162,000 who had flooded into the five boroughs from the U.S. border since the spring of 2022, officials said. A troubling trend in recent years, gangs of thieves throughout the country have overwhelmed merchants in grab-and-run heists. Uh, street takeovers as well, in a story yesterday. Last week, more than 100 troublemakers stormed into a California bakery and trashed the eatery before running off and leaving the stoner devastated. We covered that story yesterday. So there it is. They're everywhere, the border's wide open, and the people that are coming in are stealing. All right, so these nuts or those? How do you decide? Nuts are good for you. Some people are allergic to them. Why is that? That's interesting. Is it the pesticides they use on them? Is it that we avoid them now because everyone's like, ooh, nuts are bad. Pregnant women not eating them? Maybe we're not building a tolerance. Maybe they're poisonous, and they always have been. Well, let's have a look. With the new year in full swing, you may be focusing on more protein. Absolutely. Well, peanut butter was invented for people who didn't eat meat, right? Or people who had trouble digesting it, or their uh, constitution couldn't handle it, whatever way you want to put it. Well, guess what? There's other things that are good, because not everyone can eat peanuts. Hemp seeds, 9 grams and 3 tablespoons. So, we're looking at almost a 30%, just about 30% protein from hemp seeds. Get a couple spoonfuls and throw it right into your smoothie on top of your salad. Go ahead. Uh, Anti-inflammatory and as well essential omega-3 fats. These are good for you. Get some. Pumpkin seeds coming in at number two. Eight grams per ounce. Lovely. Peanuts. Well, there it is. 28 grams. So that's probably why it was chosen as the uh, butter nut. So here we go. Almonds coming in at fourth. Sunflower seeds, fifth. Pistachios. Cashews. Also very high fat content and fiber. Flax seeds. Hazelnuts in nine. Walnuts at ten. The bottom line, with the huge assortment of nuts and seeds available, you won't get bored. There are endless ways to include them in your daily meals. Regularly including a variety of nuts and seeds can be simple and effective way to ensure a wide range of beneficial nutrients. Not meant to be sat down like a bag of chips and eaten because they are nutrient dense calorically as well. So go ahead and just garnish your meals in it and you will feel the benefits. And here we go. Shopocalypse. You make customers feel like criminals. Here it is. It's Morrison's The Safer Pod SI. It is the new Robocop. Very unlike what we've seen as children growing up in the 80s, 90s, and maybe even recently the video game Robocop. Let's go ahead and have a look. Morrison's uh, shopping center using Robocop cameras in supermarket aisle 
to stop customers from stealing expensive booze. It installed branded SaferPod S1s next to alcohol as a deterrent against the shoplifting epidemic plaguing Britain and the U.S. Stationary four-legged safety devices are equipped with HD cameras and a state-of-the-art 120 decibel siren system to alert against thieves. They are powered by a solar panel battery and can be moved around the store to problem areas while operated by a control room via an app. So I don't know how that would benefit anybody in the U.S. where people are literally going in with bags and anything that can smash. And they're literally going into jewelry stores and smashing things, filling up their bags inside shopping malls, walking out, uh, running out, whatever. So this Robocop looks like uh, it would do nothing to deter the shoplifting and looting going on in the U.S., of course, retail staff are an important part of our communities. Their role must be valued, respected, and protected and should not be totally uh, circumvented with these robots that look like they can do nothing but ring an alarm. And uh, yeah, so that's absolute trash. And thank you for joining the Sigma Tiger News Channel today. And thank you to all my day oneers for coming back. Go ahead, like, subscribe. Share the link around. Let everyone know what's going on in the world today. We're coming with hard-hitting news, medical news, tech news, all the stuff you want. You want some financial stuff? We don't really touch on that too much. You can check that out at Sigma Tiger Trade on YouTube. Sigma Tiger signing out.